Welcome to the Make It Out Podcast. Our goal is to make disciples, be a safe space where truth meets love, and meet people where they are at so they can make a difference at their schools, with their friends, and with anyone they meet. Welcome back to the Make It Amp podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I'm so excited to continue this series that we are doing on Jesus and talking about who he is, diving a little bit deeper into his character. Um, Today, we have a new speaker on the podcast joining us today. We have Matt. (laughs) Matt is our middle school coordinator, middle school guy. Yeah, that's exactly what I would say. (laughs) He runs our middle school here at ISM. And then we also have Reggie joining us today, our youth pastor. He's just glaring at me. What? I was just listening. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard with hard looks. I'm sorry. I think she's implying that my face is just hideous. So I was just staring, thinking daggers. Dude, you're throwing daggers with those looks. I was just smiling. (laughs) That was a smile? Jeez. Okay, so today we are talking about Jesus as the creator. So we are actually going to read two verses in Genesis. It is Genesis 1.1. It says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. So that is kind of the beginning of the Bible, the very first two verses of the Bible. Um, does someone want to just like summarize creation stories? Oh my god! Real quick, you have the book right in front of you. Yeah, just real quick. Just real. Oh. Let me just skip that. In the begin. Oh, in the beginning. So I want to first give a preference because I always think we should be aware of our biases, and I believe I do have a bias. If you don't know, I do do ISM. I am this pastor student ministries here. But to be honest with you, I have more of a bent for an older earth. So people like Francis Collins, um, which is the language of God. Which actually we are going to get into a little bit later. Am, but C.S. Lewis and also the Bible Project with Tim Mackey, they're a little bit more... um, a little bit more what you people would say is like not a literal English translation, but more of a cultural context mm-hmm. with the Hebrew. So when you ask me like what I believe the narrative of Genesis is about is who is the creator of the heavens and the earth? Yeah. God. Yeah. Who made it all? Yeah. God. Yahweh. Elohim. Which is we talked about in the last podcast. Elohim is actually the plural form of Elo, which is Elo is God. Elohim is plural singular. It's like God's. But not God's. Yeah. But it's so it's it's a it's a stretch of the word Elo to Elohim. So I believe Genesis one and one is it's just like it sounds. God created everything. Mm-hmm. That is where my holistically that's where I wholly believe. But there are some people who are dogmatic that it's seven thousand years. And Lee Strobel, I've read his books, The Case for Christ, The Case for a Creator. The case for Jesus, um, evidence that, um, oh, and then there's, um, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. Mm-hmm. So there are books like that who are on the other side. I've read them both. 
as a flawed human with limited understanding and interpretation, I more lean to an older Earth. So if you're listening, you're like, I don't think this is right. That's okay. Yeah. There's a lot of really smart people out there that believe both sides of it. And I think I would be a good mix with Reggie and I because I'm a young Earth kind of guy. But I believe that to sustain life, it needed to be an old Earth. Just like Adam was a create a 35 year old man why can't my world be a billion years old when it was created i don't know there's a lot of really really smart people that do that homework which i think it's always a fun topic to talk about does it change my faith does it change that i believe that jesus christ is the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the father but through him nope but those are definitely fun things to talk about. So I'm stoked to be here for the first time <laughs> talking about such a small little topic of creation. <laughs> creation. Yeah. Um, so the creation story, we just read the first two verses of it. Um, well, so uh, let's start it off with this is a series about Jesus and his character. So like, where does Jesus come into the creation story? Because like you just said, it's Elohim, it's God that's creating the heavens and the earth. Where's Jesus in the creation mm-hmm. story? He's everywhere. He actually, <clears throat> it's crazy because if you read the Old Testament, especially the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, you're going to hear about the story of the Exodus, where God's people eventually will find themselves at the tail end of Genesis, getting put into Egypt due to many different reasons, famine going on, but eventually they want to get out. They eventually want to get out and be free. But they can't. So long story short, Moses, chill in the desert after becoming an exile, runs into a burning bush. The burning bush is like, Moses, take off your sandals. This is holy ground. So you have this whole dialogue taking place. And eventually the burning bush is, I am who I am. That is who says, sends you. So Moses goes, delivers the people of Israel. The exodus happens. They leave Egypt, Egypt and go to the promised land. That whole backstory leads you to the New Testament. Jesus is talking and they ask, who are you? Who do you say I am? He says, I am who I am. He references, and just people get confused. He wasn't referencing that. Yes, he was. That's why they went to go kill him. They went to because stone him. saying, I am God. Blasphemy. So Jesus is referencing himself. And he also says, before Abraham was, I am. He references himself in multiple times okay. being from the beginning. And in the book of John, um, which Maddie read last week, um, her little school scholastics thing um i think was it maddie or madison i can't remember i think it was it, uh, mad it said she definitely she was, was mad <laughs> in the beginning was the word and words with god and the word was god you jump down to i think it's actually oh my gosh i am pausing in an awkward way but it goes oh in verse three through him all things were made without him nothing was made that has been made in him was life and the life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness. The darkness has not overcome it. And it keeps going on and on until it says, and then verse 14, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among the people. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father full of grace. Mm-hmm. So you see in the beginning was Jesus. So was the father. So was the Holy Spirit. That whole Elohim going on, as Madison really put last week. Oh, my yes. gosh. Madison's so smart. So smart. <laughs> Her full name is not Madison, oh, for yes. anyone confused. Madeline. <laughs> Madeline. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie's doing this to troll her. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so you guys kind of already actually touched on it, but I did want to dive a little bit deeper into it because a really controversial topic for people who are not in the faith, but also some people who are like struggling, like maybe they've grown up Christian, but they like are having like questions now is science and the Bible. Like Mm. a controversial topic is science and the Bible. And a huge one that gets brought in is this creation story. So let's just start with like the first question. Does science disprove the Bible? I think the best part of science is it shows, it shows how God does things. It doesn't, doesn't disprove anything. I think the best part about it is that you can truly see how, the, the smarter we get, the more we see how intricate the creation and atoms and neutrons and electrons are. And we're slowly, we're on the tip of the iceberg to see how vast God is. So I think that science is a great way to see how God did things, but not to disprove it. But we can kind of get a small glimpse of how God created things just amazing i think there's a book by vilikoski from worlds and upheaval and it talks about just how you know planets that come into our galaxy that created all these that caused certain days of you know the the flood and i don't know if it's right but you know the flood and why we had that one day of all darkness or depending on what side of the earth you were on of all day all light but it's just it's so cool to look at it and how science can show you how god did things it doesn't disprove it in my fact it actually just shows how vast and how crazy god is because when i was in school um the world was a billion years old and now i'm not in school and now it's i think 22 billion years old i'm not that old but science <laughs> tries to when you look at someone who's a creationist the only thing they can do is just throw an extra couple billion years on it and it will um yeah you know evolution did that you know again there's smart people that believe in both ways but i truly believe that science is definitely an answer for how God did did things, not to disprove how God did things. And science in the purest form is empirical data, observable data. People get so afraid of science. No, people can make um, interpretations that are too far. Like, sometimes people are like, oh, look at Charles Darwin. Oh, he's full of it. There are some truly irrefutable facts Mm. from his research. Doesn't mean his applications of everything he theorized was what happened. But he was able to tell, hey, these turtles, are massive in comparison to other turtles. You can see that today. Even sometimes like the old fish records. The fish have gotten smaller. Why? Overfishing. The longer they had more opportunities, the larger they can grow. You can see adaptation among animals with certain duck bills and certain things that required that. Mm-hmm. What is the thing that animal that thrives the most today? Coyotes. Smaller, more nimble coyotes can survive more because they can eat the scraps. All that to say, there's empirical observable data for these things. Like, and one of the biggest data you can look at is the earth. We are in a rotation around the sun in such a way that we are neither too hot nor too cold. Our gravity is in such a level that we don't float into outer space, but we don't get compressed Mm -hmm. and smashed like in Jupiter, like in Saturn. Mm -hmm. The moon controls the tides. How is a non-entitied being of the moon, which has no thought, no sentient understanding, how does it control tides because of the rotation that it was randomly created by? 
die? How do we have these seasons? How do you have evolution where predators literally look at the ocean? Sharks grow at an 18 to 22 month gestation period. They take a long time to create new life. And you can have fish popping them out. How is it that the predators populate at such a slow speed and prey populate at such a fast speed where they continually having this food chain going on? You actually look at it, it's insane. Just the craziness that is the earth. Go outside and look at trees. I'm actually looking outside the window right now. There are all the same kind of trees and you would never mistake them as identical. Why? Just because there's always some variance, some leaf Mm -hmm. function. They're not carbon copies. How? All random? Like, all just random. I think science begs questions. Mm. Even the Big Bang Theory, which is what we, like... Christians are mocked at. The earth was created by God. Ha, ha, ha. But then our biggest theory is that there was nothing and the antimatter and matter, bam, smashed together. And then there was something created. And that is why scientists and astronomers keep telling you what they can see further and further into space because light keeps moving. Mm. So we can now see further into space. The Big Bang Theory. There was nothing. Then there was something. That pushes to the theory of God. What we've been saying for thousands and thousands of years that's been mocked is one of the leading scientific theories of creation. Yeah, I mean, a child can refute the, the Big Bang Theory. But, I mean, before God, there was nothing. And if you were an, a creationist or not a creationist, you would say before everything, there was dirt. What, what made the dirt? It's like it's always that question. Something can't come from nothing. There always has to be something to create something, not nothing to something. Um, so a term that has been like thrown out and you both have used is young earth and old earth. Do you guys just want to define that like really quick? Like what is young earth? What is old earth? Well, I mean, I can try what you, I know you, you're more of an old earth that it took. It's a long, it's, it's been here for a very long Plausibly. time. I'm not a, I am not a, I have no flag. Yeah. Meaning I have no, like, this is what I believe. Yeah. <laughs> I just have, this could be a thought. Like, so it was, so it's the Bible shows that roughly around 7,000 years ago that God created the some people believe it's literal and some people think it's not literal um i am one of the young earth people but i truly believe that it is an old earth just like i said adam was created a man he had age factors when he was created so that he was aged around i don't know i'd say 30 years old but who knows his actual age Mm -hmm. so when god created earth it could have it needed to sustain life so it could have been when he created earth he created already a million years old so it could sustain life my god is big enough to create it that way but also there's very smart people that believe the opposite i mean i would love to hear you know what you what you think about it rich yeah i mean honestly speaking i believe if you read genesis is that god created the earth but the timelines for each day is indescribable it can be a minute an hour a day a year a thousand years time was really vague in that explanation but the big and again i don't want people to loss on the old earth and new earth too much and i'm going to go a little bit into that because the truth is genesis is trying to tell the story 
God created the heavens and God. the earth because in the, the beginning God because the Israelites the were up right. against the Assyrians, the Babylonians, the Egyptians. They were all putting these argumentations together that this God created the heavens and the earth, and this God and these gods, well, and they all have these caught the seas and this, this epic battle in the serpentine like, yeah. Yeah. and Elohim Elo, the, which also Elo means the God above God, like the one that sits above. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. I made this. The sun, and you see it repeated in Job. Whether you use Job as like a, a literary piece or a literal piece, he reminds Job of his place. I know everything that goes on in this world in a far greater degree than you ever will. So for me, I believe the earth is old or young. I The only way I'll know is when I die. I have no possible way mm-hmm. of knowing the rest of this. Yeah, those are, those are one of my funnest debates, or the, my favorite debates is that. But I mean, no matter way, way, which way you go, I think it is just a fun one. It doesn't change, shouldn't divide churches, it shouldn't divide friendships, but it is definitely a fun debate. So it is that time where we are going to drop a code word in the podcast. And if you are the first person to DM the Instagram, then you will get a $5 Starbucks gift card. Reggie, what's the code word? The code word is actually an action item this week. Okay. I want you to bring first person to bring pickle juice to Matt. We'll get a two gift cards. Because pickle juice will be a little bit of effort. I will give you a $10 gift card. You need to bring some pickle juice to Matt. Does it have to be on a Sunday or Wednesday? You can show me to his house at midnight if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever gets in the pickle juice first wins. That's the game. Do his children count? (laughs) The winner wins. I make no Okay, okay. Get him his pickle juice. Bring Matt pickle juice and you'll get a $10 gift card. (laughs) Okay, first person to do so. Right. There's a phrase we use all the time, and it's major on the majors and minor on the minors. So things that are, like, faith-changing, like, they are salvation issues, like, major on those, meaning, like, what gets you into heaven? Like, focus on what those are. And then the other aspects of Christianity, like, we can talk about it. You can have beliefs about it, but ultimately, if you disagree with a different Christian on that topic— it's okay. It it's yeah. a it's a minor. A it's a minor word. issue of Christianity. Mm-hmm. So major on the major, minor on the minors. I like that. Um, okay, so just getting past that, uh, what can we learn about God's character in the creation story? No matter the like old earth, young earth, anything we just talked about, what does the Bible say about God's character in the creation story? Well, I mean, I'm going to take it personal where I, I mean, yes, earth and he created the stars all in it and the fowls of the air, but he created me and he's a loving God who wants a, wants a relationship with me. So when I see the, when I hear that story of creation, he's doing it for all his creation. He loves all of us and he wants a relationship with us and he wants to just, for us to know him. So when I see the creation, I just kind of see how how he really cares about, he's not just about himself. I mean, he's really truly about just having the love of creation. That's kind of how I see it. She's <laughs> a trick question as he was answering it. I was like, I hope she doesn't really ask that. But the truth is it's a, I'm not gonna just like make up an answer like on the fly. That one is, hard to answer and quantify 
is God a tinkerer? Like, because this world is both beautiful but messed up. And I have kids who are both beautiful but crazy. Like, uh, this morning I woke up and I want to see what's going on upstairs because they're making some noise. And my daughter Juliet said, you're a bad dad and shut the door on me. And said, no, come here. And I'm like, okay. I didn't even do anything. I just woke up. And like, you just chose violence today, Juliet. <laughs> like, but... We always make sure God's not lonely because we always make sure God's sovereign. Like God can't have any kind of feelings of loneliness or anything else. We're, we're always making sure to protect God. And I, I don't believe our God is lonely. But I also believe our God likes to create. Creator creates. An artist creates art. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's just like, I mean, our host right now is an artist. And I can actually tell when she's really starting to spiral out when she's out doing artwork. Like she's meant to create. She likes to paint stuff. And I believe God likes to just create. He's a life giver. A life giver has to give life or what purpose is there? So it's just very interesting. I wonder if like the bigger God's family gets more, he's like, ooh, my family's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Some people's gotta have all them kids. Yeah. And that's when I look at people like, oh, you can't afford that. But God can. Yeah. Like he actually knows us by name. So I think we just have a tinkerer who likes to create and he likes to show off a little bit. That's a good bit. way to look at it. I like that. I like that. He likes to show off too. I yeah. mean Well, obviously he made you. Come on, look at that. Oh look at you, <laughs> Be careful, Madeline won't like that. Oh, no. <laughs> she doesn't want to make it. It's not even Madeline anymore. <laughs> oh, her name is not Madeline. I thought it was Madeline. No, it's... are you confused too, host? Madison? It's Madeline, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm right. <laughs> She's over there on the Matilda couch. over there. <laughs> Matilda. <laughs> um. So with that, with everything we've discussed, what can a teenager take from this and apply it to their life? This week, as they're in school, as they're with their friends, as they're on their sports teams, with their family, what do they do with this information? Talking about Jesus as the creator. Well, I'm going to try to answer that with the opposite. What do you don't do? And I think to try to take that and, and divide from people, because right now in our society, it's it's this, it's my way or the highway, or it's a creation or evolution. Don't put that in someone's face and be like, no, I don't believe it in this way. But what we can do with that is just know that the God that loves you, the God that created all things has your back. And no matter what comes in your life, no matter what's happening, you have the biggest support in your corner. And that person that's supporting you in the corner created everything and was there from the beginning and still wanted you to be made and i think that is pretty assuring when things get crazy you can kind of say you know what but god created me and he created all things so he's got me taken care of anything to add reggie i pause on purpose i know on podcast you want to always have the space filled I'm trying my best. This is my first time. I'm <laughs> no, trying no, no, to get no. those answers. Going. I think you killed it. I want to do a I was pausing because I want you to genuinely understand. I just believe that you're just part of a bigger story and you're a bigger deal to him than I think you realize. Mm. And I think your life is not meant to be mediocre and mid and boring. I think you're meant to like have fun, push boundaries, dream big, go hard at things. But also glorify him. Yeah. When people look at you like, yo, you can ball out. Like, yeah, me and Jesus do that together. Man, you're just really smart. Yeah, me and Jesus like to study together. Hey, man, you're gorgeous. Yeah, Jesus gave me some looks. Like, but honestly, <laughs> but I mean, in all things, I think God wants us just to bring him 
along the creator give him his props and everyone's like yo you got that riz be like yo i got that jesus riz you said mid and riz in this song <laughs> oh it's you called I james not, z i'm not hip to those lingo right? <laughs> hip to the lingo oh my gosh oh, shingo. you know who's the most hip madison Madeline okay so with that thank you guys so much for listening if you have any more questions or comments or thoughts on what we just discussed today get in contact with us our socials are linked down below Um, you can find us at Impact Menifee on Wednesdays and on Sundays get in touch with us if you have more questions thank you so much for listening I'm your host Lindsay and we will see you guys next time so much for listening if you have any questions get in contact with us check out the links below for our social media pages dm us message us tag us in things and we'll see you guys next time